I have so often described Bloom, together with the ploughing, as perhaps the events Sabina and I enjoy most. Each year, the Bloom Festival has always been such a joyous event, one that symbolises the beginning of summer, long, light-filled days, and all the pleasure and optimism that this time of year brings to us all. Quilla Bialchina, Balian and Milta Dina either Oka Casesta, or Futfatna Tira, a bark on Inishka, Lahai Bloom, on Okot Intak Blintulchen, Gariadore, Garnore, Agas Gokilia Dena Darnoe, Midne, a will spesh Aka, a blande, Bia Agasandulre, a mean Lena, a tamid. Erfad Beganin Uignak Tishka will blooms and firmis Ganahiduin, Kora Erkal. Each year, Bloom attracts people from all generations, but particularly those who may have spent a lifetime working on their gardens, their plants, both indoors and outdoors. They will miss their annual visit. While Bloom last year achieved well over 115,000 visitors to the festival in the Phoenix Park, this year will, of course, be very different. The COVID-19 pandemic, which for so many of our citizens has had such tragic personal and societal consequences, has also resulted in public health guidelines that require all mass social gatherings and festivities to be either cancelled, postponed or radically reimagined. I'm delighted that the organisers of Bloom have decided on a radical reimagination for the joys of nature and gardening, even if they cannot be celebrated collectively, have been one of the pleasures that the COVID-19 crisis has not taken away from us. As part of the simple pleasures of life, closest to nature they have remained and many people of all ages have responded to enforced physical distancing by immersing themselves in nature and gardening while they have stayed at home. This June bank holiday weekend, the Bloom at Home campaign aims to encourage the Irish public to come together virtually while staying physically apart, yet remaining connected so that the experience of Bloom can be celebrated from home. In addition to highlighting the joys and benefits of gardening and indigenous horticulture, Bloom has also, of course, become a platform for Bodbia to promote the best of Irish artisan food, not only to raise awareness, but secure commitment around important issues too, such as climate change, and sustainable food production. Bloom at Home will continue to showcase, too, those important topics, along with hosting and seeking your support for some of Ireland's great charities and not-for-profit organisations which have been so negatively affected by the COVID-19 crisis. As well as being a social gathering of the year, providing us with a chance to appreciate the joys of gardening and horticulture, Bloom carries... A moral message, it reminds us of the need to reflect on the sustainability of our own actions and our own modes of living, be it as individuals, communities or as a wider society. A bit of news about Horus and Uchtrohan, home of the President of Ireland since 1938. Last year I asked the Office of Public Works to commission a biodiversity audit of the grounds of Horus and Uchtrohan to ensure that we had the information we needed to manage best the grounds in the most sustainable and environmentally beneficial way. 
This is now underway, and a terrific team from Trinity College has been busy assessing the 130 acres of natural habitats and species diversity across the grounds, an area that contains organic kitchen gardens, formal manicured lawns, and wilder, more natural areas. This research will be made public at the conclusion of the audit later this year. It will boost our knowledge and help us to manage this publicly owned space for this and future generations. Sabina and I have gotten to know the grounds of the Aulis very well in recent weeks, just as so many people across the country have become so familiar with their own immediate vicinities, be it gardens, balconies or neighbourhoods. As we have all been subjected to what has been described as our shared corona bondage. Sabina has made many suggestions in recent years, including public sculpture and memorial trees, and they add to the visitor experience here in the Auris, as well as being important in themselves. One of the most remarkable aspects of the crisis has been perhaps a newfound or restored consciousness of the abundance and vitality of nature over these past weeks, as the country slowed down to a quiet hush the world has never been so quiet in our lifetimes, perhaps, enabling us to hear the birds sing their dawn chorus more clearly than ever. And the pollinators have returned in greater numbers, for nature is, of course, oblivious to the crisis that has enveloped us. There is a great reassurance in this, and a humility, necessary too, that comes from the realisation of our place in the ecosystem and appreciation for the resilience and renewal of nature. It encourages an acknowledgement that this dark chapter will eventually pass. Another perverse, if positive, outcome of the crisis has been the reduced environmental pollution and harmful emissions that have resulted from the lockdown across the globe. The year 2020 is likely to be a year in which the lowest levels of greenhouse gases will be reported globally, perhaps for many decades in so many cities of the world. Smog has lifted and the quality of the air has improved. However, when the crisis is over and we return to our schools, colleges, offices and factories, we must ask ourselves, how can we ensure that we do not revert to where we were before the crisis unfolded? Public support for environmental issues encourages me to believe that we will not. We cannot permit this to happen. Perhaps the good news is that a new form of collective enlightenment has emerged regarding our shared future on this vulnerable planet that there is growing evidence that we all desire to follow the path to a just and ecologically sustainable future with a sustainability in our economic and social life that allows for a nurturing environment which enables human flourishing in its widest sense. I don't need to remind gardeners, horticulturalists and nature lovers that you are custodians of the land and that your actions play a huge role in helping Ireland to tackle the biodiversity and climate change challenges that remain our greatest existential threats. But we all must see our role in facing these challenges. And Bloom across the years has been a powerful educator in that regard. I wish you all a most enjoyable summer in your gardens, in your fields, on your balconies, celebrating the joys of nature 
and the feel of the soil in your hands. Let us, however, think of those who do not have these opportunities. My heart has gone out so often to them during COVID-19, and there are lessons for the state and the private sector to learn regarding the assumptions they heed as to what is appropriate housing and access to open space, particularly shared open space. Gwimgok Rahar Bloom, Fehesa Feha, Agus Arifsha Erfadata, Ektraulivi Nor Nardini, Eror Malkonu Inor Korsenacht, Egenevior Nihil, Rind Alok Nadora, Akoho Blina Nigblina, Malimshiv, Darbanak.